Happy Tuesday evening. It's time for another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. And this is the show where week after week, uh, we've started getting really snippy and passive aggressive with these alternate universes that think they're so much better than us. Um, Technically they are. I mean, they certainly insist that they are, but I'm starting Mm -hmm. to wonder. Uh, Jonathan, how are you? You know, I'm doing fine. Mm. Yeah. Wow. I wish I'd, Those I are high. That's a, high. I'm gonna write that down. That's high write marks. Write that down. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a thing to update. The weekend was like lazy, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was parent-teacher conferences the last two days. Oof. Uh, which has been very nice because there's like really nothing to teach or plan and just have a conversation and you get to keep it to 20 minutes and oh, then nice. you could just say sorry, boop, and then you're out of the the meet link. It's like it's all great. Uh. But yeah, I so maybe uh, get your opinion on okay. something. I'm, I'm doing a pumpkin pumpkin carving contest tomorrow. Nice. Uh, and I don't know what to carve. Oh, you're entering the contest, not running yeah. The I'm contest. entering it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, I mean, you know, if you want to go political, you could like do the coronavirus. That's pretty scary. Or like. Okay uh maybe a voting box um okay. uh people might put their ballots in Correct. it though so like don't yeah. don't put a Gotta watch out that. in that yeah. um or I think, just like vote trump here <laughs> with a real candle yeah with a candle inside yeah with you know what inside. i think we've solved it okay, that sounds that it. sounds like okay it. all right there it is uh the scariest thing and then people are like where's my ballot and it's we put it in the pumpkin and it's like you inserted it into an active fire yeah, like that was on you. You did that. Uh, I, you got to read the fine print. <laughs> uh, I think I'm just going to do a butt. I think that makes sense. But that you know sense. what? Put a mask over it. Yes, I'll do that. Perfect. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, last week was a rough week because we got a new kitten and she didn't know how to be. And it took a lot of training. Uh, this week, she and our other cat are running around and fighting a lot, but... When we separate them now, they are tired and they shut the hell up and go to sleep. So I've actually been sleeping this week. Which is uh, great. One thing that has been on my mind since you first brought up this kitten mm-hmm. is that we just we, it's just kitten. That's correct. And we, at what point are we going to get to name the kitten? Uh, well, it's interesting you should bring that up. And I think we might want to look at having a very special episode of We Have to Ask Live, where we have to ask... What are we going to name the kitten? kitten? Where are we, we going to name the kitten? <laughs> I, I think we could do it. I think we just have to pick the right guess very carefully. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going to write that down right now. Because okay. is there a time frame? Like, does this have to be next week? Can it be next I week? I mean, it could It could be next week. The We've okay. been trying out some names. We're, we're going for not real people names because it's kind of weird. Uh, like, looking at, like, uh, character names right. from like shows and movies Lennon. we care about. You know, we didn't like actually that's... pick that name, so our cat okay. Lennon came with that name, and we ultimately were just too lazy to change it. <laughs> that's so, fine. Uh, 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 this kitten has no name, so we, okay. we will have to so give her a name other we're, than kitten. We're looking, we're looking for like, like not like sort of like anime 
computer video game probably not anime okay i don't i don't know what computer so video like game means so like gara and naruto would be out of the those are, we'll go ahead and take those out put those in the no list just okay, yeah no list. that sounds great all right i like gara though broccoli like broccoli or broccoli how about that yeah broccoli's not bad look save broccoli it for next week okay. jonathan so save we, it for next week we've got stuff to do this week <laughs> we got uh, stuff to do yeah where i have to be honest uh of course you've been reaching out to timelines mm -hmm. all over using the power of email and talking yep. to other versions of myself and yourself mm -hmm. uh and finding out what it is that they think makes their universe their timeline so much better than ours mm -hmm. Uh, and getting back some, what I would say are uh, fairly opaque questions that theoretically, if we can answer them, they'll make the, the timeline better. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have to say, this one does sound a little more fun. I could really use what this timeline is obsessed with this week. It's yeah. just been so long since I've done any nice outdoor activities. I do have uh, good stories for this. So let's get this All right, let's, up let, so let's hit it. it. Here, here comes the topic. Yeah. Uh, why wait? I mean, if you were going, you'd have to wait. So, you know, yeah. like, go before we leave. We're not going to mm -hmm. stop. And exactly. uh, and yeah, like this may be some standing in line. So put on your sunscreen. Yeah, uh, because we're talking about amusement parks. So I growing up hated amusement parks. I hated a lot of things. It was because of my anxiety. Like I just couldn't handle oh, things. Fair. I didn't want to yeah. do anything. I didn't want to go anywhere. Uh, I would say that my first real roller coaster experience was in the eighth grade. And this girl that I definitely had a crush on mm. said she would sit next to me. And then she did. And I still have that picture. So maybe I'll show you after the show. It's lovely. Uh, bonus content. Yes. Bonus content. Picture. And, uh, she, uh, that was my first, it was at Bush Gardens. It was like Apollo's chariot. It had like at that point, one of the tallest drops, which mm. I didn't know about. And she tricked me. Uh, but you know, I was willing uh, and, but, but if you had I've never like, been on a roller coaster, what do you have to compare right, with? Yeah. It's just a drop. So I've now gone on more roller coasters and I got to tell you it, mm. I think there's a part of me that's like, yes, let's do it. And then I get in it and then it's like, I want to get off, but then mm. I'm already halfway up and I can't. Yeah, and then I can. hate it the whole way. I am literally not breathing. I'm not uh -huh. screaming. I'm not enjoying myself. Mm. Uh, but then I get off and it's just like, what a rush yeah uh, I, I your body I, you're just flooded with relief yeah, hormones just, and you're like yeah, i feel so much better now that i don't feel that bad yeah it's it's crazy uh i think the last time i've been to amusement park was when uh producer amy and i went to uh where did we go Saturday. we went hershey six flags Saturday oh hershey six flags i don't remember we went we went a distance yeah i don't remember where i, th I think it might have been hershey it was hershey park because we it rained which was awful, but we were able to get into some rides. And yeah. then like, it's it's weird what happens in an amusement park when it rains, but yes. That's true. Uh, I have a love-hate relationship with amusement parks. Mm, that's fair. Well, I'm also not the best to speak on amusement parks. Growing up, I, I loved this one that was kind of close to our house. It was a big drive to get to Nashville. Uh, it was Opryland. And my problem okay. with amusement parks is that all I can think at any amusement park is how much uh, I liked Opryland more. And I'm sad that they destroyed it to build a terrible mall. Well, the, same, the same people that built the enormous Mall of America mm -hmm. uh, built uh, what is called Opry Mills. And it's, uh, it's just a nightmare hellscape of capitalism. And they destroyed something beautiful when they destroyed the uh, what was actually it was Opryland USA, and it was 
themed as a music theme park first. So it had the most live music acts of any theme park uh, going on constantly. And uh, those are the kind of insufferable facts that I will tell you when we talk about any amusement park. Okay. So we're obviously not the right people to talk about no, this. No, not at all. But thankfully, we reached out to our network and found two delightful people who I am sure on their resume, if they were to apply to you for a job, qualifications would say expert in amusement parks. Yes. Please welcome to the show, David and Miles. Yay. Hey, guys. Hello. Howdy. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, before we dive in, how, how's everybody doing? Reasonably decent. Alive. Nice. These are, this Perfect. is check and check. I'm going to write yeah. these down, too. All right. Live. Air check them. Reasonably decent. Uh, great. Well, Jonathan, would you like to dive in? Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's get into it, guys. Our first question. I'm very excited about this. Uh, what color should cotton candy be? And we'll we'll start this with uh, with Miles. You'll get you'll answer this first. Uh, I you know cotton candy comes in many shades, uh, and it, it's all just sugary goodness. But what color should cotton candy be? Well, I saw Marty hold up hold up the two, and I'm assuming that means that generally I can think there, of. Are two, there are two well known colors of cotton candy. But you didn't ask what the well known ones are. You ask what they should be. Yeah. So I think given the artificial fluffiness of cotton candy, that it should be a very bold uh, statement attracting color or statement giving color. And I would like to see more orange cotton candy. Ooh. If you see a child carrying an orange piece of cotton candy around on the cone in the theme park, the child is seen. It's it's more of an attention grabbing uh, item, and there's less chance that the somebody will accidentally walk into the child, uh, that the uh, operator will not acknowledge the fact that the child is not all, uh, tall enough to get on a ride. Right. I, I mean, I, I think it could be a real game changer in terms of safety if you make that cotton candy orange. Mm -hmm. All right, and so and like specifically that bright bold safety orange like the exactly. same as the safety net all right exactly i like it okay uh david your thoughts i i gotta say i disagree um I, I don't feel like we should be relying on cotton candy for our safety mechanisms uh, i i kind of think that we should be you know setting up actual safety mechanisms uh, especially at a dangerous place like an amusement park um and do you know what the the uh, the artificial fluffiness, as you say, also lends it a, a delicacy. Very, very light, very fine, very wispy. A, a drop of water makes the whole thing disappear. Uh, mm. Bright, bold, strong orange doesn't say delicate to me. Uh, I think okay. the pastels work great. Uh, I mean, I, I wish personally, I know that nowadays they've got like various flavors of cotton candy. It's not just sugar uh, anymore which I think is great. Uh, I think that we should continue to push the envelope uh, and really develop the science behind cotton candy, but maybe we, we, maybe we expand into different pastels reflecting the flavor. You know, maybe if you've got orange flavored cotton candy, then it would be appropriate to give it orange coloring, but I still think it should be pastel. Okay. So okay. Pastel. Any, any shade so more, of pastel? More of like a or? family of colors. I think, I mean, if it's if it's just generic, uh, generic flavoring still just tastes like sugar. Um, right. You know, I don't have a real preference between the pink and the blue. Um, I think maybe it's pointlessly gendered. 
uh, oftentimes. Okay. Um, cotton candy, of course, has no gender. Um, okay. But if it's going to have like any sort of flavoring to it, uh, I, I think that the color should represent the or reflect the flavor that's flavor. been given to it. Okay. Marty, I'm going to let you uh, oh. hold on to that one real quick. Yeah, partial uh, the correct, Yeah, the correct answer is pink. Like, I don't know why <laughs> we're going into any other color scheme. Any Like, it is cotton candy should be pink. When you see the blue one go around, you're just, most of the time, you're just like, is that all you have? And, you're, and then you were like, no pink? Okay, fine. Like, you'll go with the blue, but you want that pink. Um, I respect that. So pink. I don't know if you want to give any points out. Um, no, no, I don't. I don't think. <laughs> That's uh, easy. I don't think we've earned any points on that round. Um, okay. I will I say like... that growing up, I originally thought because they were the same color that pink cotton candy and like pink bubble gum were somehow made of the same oh. thing, and that was really confusing to me for a minute. Uh, you know, uh, like cotton candy can get as messy as a, a wad of bubble gum. I, I will say I have memories, uh, childhood memories of being very disappointed when I found out that pink and blue cotton candy were the same. same like they were the yeah, same. same yeah. I was like, well, you, I've had mean the pink, maybe I should try the blue. And it was the same. It's like, this isn't well, berry flavored at all. And yeah. you know if it's blue, it's going to come blue raspberry and you're just like, stop. Right. I, all right, I, so no, no can, points for that can, round. No points there, but I got... <laughs> I do like the orange, the orange idea. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Uh, I mean, go to go to Orioles game and get orange cotton candy. Sure, I personally like that. That's all. Surprised right. they don't. I know, but maybe there's a maybe, maybe there's just a not a color that's like naturally. Maybe there's a reason we only get pink and blue. That's right. Ask yourself you know? who benefits from keeping orange cotton candy away from us. The Yankees. Big They're out there. Big blue. Big, 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 big blue. blue. Uh, all right. David, we're going to move to the second question. We'll start with you. Uh, are Ferris wheels amusing? No. I mean, if you're in an area where the view is nice from up top, uh, that can be fun. Um, I've never been to the 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 London Eye, I believe it's called. Mm. Um, but I imagine that that would probably be a, a nice one just because once you're at the top, you get like an amazing view of the city at night. Um, but like generally speaking, if they just pop one up in the parking lot at the fairgrounds like who cares okay generally speaking if someone just pops one up in the parking lot at the fairgrounds <laughs> i'm like put that the away police are called yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that's a different uh, tuesday night yeah it's wildly different tuesday night uh miles are ferris wheels amusing i'm gonna have to agree with with uh with david and say no ferris wheels are not amusing and i'll take it a step further ferris wheels are the stealth evil of amusement parks because they look calm and docile and you think you're as david said you think you're going to get a nice view but what ultimately ends up happening at some point is that it moves very suddenly and very quickly and you get that same feeling that you get out of a roller coaster mm -hmm. for just a split second and you just feel the bottom drop out and yeah. it's 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 uh it's like a, a a hershey's fun size of terror just in that moment and if you're a big uh roller coaster junkie it kind of gets you excited over nothing <laughs> you don't get the full experience yeah. and if you're terrified of roller coasters uh, you do get terrified for that split second and you're just living in dread the entire way around every time. Yeah, I don't understand where Ferris wheels 
got that like notion of like, oh, you and your 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 partner should get on a Ferris wheel because when you get to the top, you can see everything. And then it's like this so romantic thing that you're next to each other and you and it's like there's too many people watching. You can't like it's not even a private like I, I never understood that, but also the booths are like I, made of glass most of the right, time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not only that, if there then, are booths, uh, like the smaller ones are just it's just, just like a, a small couch, and mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and honestly, the the idea that it's just this little machine that is like held together like a, a wheel, like a like a bike wheel, like that's how much is holding it together. I think we could name about five movies where like a Ferris wheel is the like a very dangerous part of the movie. But you can't think of any other like amusement park ride in a movie that's been like deadly outside of like Final Destination. But like, I, I, <laughs> so they they got through every one of the rides in yeah, that series. Yeah, because I'm, I'm think I think uh, one of the Spider Man movies and uh, Shazam had uh, had Ferris wheel destruction scenes. It's not good. The good news is is that you both are right and you both get a point. No, Ferris wheels are not amusing whatsoever i don't know why they're there i don't know why people spend the time uh i think that the only time that they're useful is if you have lost somebody and you're looking for the orange cotton candy uh and you're you're looking for it so um but hey uh ferris wheels are there they're just not amusing so save your time uh, save your tickets points both to david and miles wonderful uh all right well that's half uh, halftime, Marty, um, and we 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 got to, we got points. We're points halfway through. Board. Everybody's got points on the board, and and like legitimate points, not even like Marty found a loophole point. Mm. Like these are legitimate points. Okay, it sounds a little bit like you're questioning my arbitration skills, but uh, no, no, no. I'm yeah. just saying like you you we we search for we search for points because that's important, and you you didn't have to find any of this so far. Okay. Well, uh, I am w- very excited about a new sponsor we have. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's uh, the, our Band-Aid brand cotton candy. Um, when, when, you're, when you're in a rush and you got that cut, cotton candy it up. Band-Aid cotton candy. Um, it's, it's super easy. You just you get, you pull it out of the box, you lick it. And you... Doesn't it just dissolve when you lick it? Yeah, kind of. No, it forms some sort of like crust scab but which is also great because later uh when you want to pick up that scab got it no i'm gonna i'm gonna edit this out okay (laughs) well that's i think we should uh, send back the check i don't don't i'm telling you that's it's fine it comes in fun uh shapes and colors too what about flavors uh no it it tastes like garbage tastes tastes uh, like a band-aid still yeah it tastes like a band-aid still they're they're still working the kinks out of that all right uh great i'm stuck on band-aid brands because band-aid stick on me all right now band-aid. i have to edit it out that's a you copyrighted tra- trademark that song yeah <laughs> but it's not 30 seconds i feel like don't we get 30 seconds and then it's fair mm. use. nope no for yeah, Miles, you would do, you would know this it's fair use yeah it's fair use haha Okay. I'm not going to say anything else because it is fair use then. All right. Uh, <laughs> when you were right, talking let's get about to... naming the cat, I was thinking about rewriting the lyrics to that America song, A Horse With No Name, but... Oh. Ooh. Right. We can only take it so far. Yeah. We need that de minimis. Uh, all right. All right. 
Uh, let's get to our second half. One point. Let's break this tie. Uh, Miles, we'll start with you. What theme dinner show creates the most enjoyment? So when you go to all these different amusement parks, they have uh, you open up the map and you, you know, like in your Disney, there's different uh, countries that you could go to, and they have different shows. And you open up like Bush Gardens again, other shows like. So what theme dinner show creates the most enjoyment? Uh, I think it would have to be the stunt show because they're usually very cheesy and the acting is terrible, but there's usually one good special effect or one good moment that makes you look over and nudge at the person that you're sitting next to and be like, hey, this actually isn't so bad. It's like Indiana Jones rolls under the door in the stunt show or, or, or Batman swings through uh, a window and and sweep somebody up and saves them. So I'm going to go with the stunt show. Okay, David. I'm going to I'm going to agree with the stunt show for sure. But I'm going to take it a step further. Uh, definitely the pirate themed one. Uh, it's got to be the pirates. You got you got you got gunfights and sword fights and all the you get the swinging that he was referencing with the bat me swinging on the on the mast and all the riggings and everything uh someone usually gets shot there's water somebody falls into the water there's i mean a lot of the time they end up with some sort of you know the zombie pirate trope is is fairly common so you end up with with undead it's just you got a wide range of of possible exciting things and they're all under the umbrella of pirate themed stunt show dinner wow uh, Jonathan, if I may add a writer onto this uh, for, yeah. for both of you, um, what is one item that would be served at this dinner? Mm. We can start with Miles again. Well, it would definitely have to be uh, something that directly connected to the show. So in David's case, he brought up pirates. So I think you would have to have uh, definitely like hardtack, the, the almost inedible cookies that uh people carried on on uh, uh long sea voyages long sea voyages thank yeah. you so I'll, I'll i'll go with hard tack i uh i i have to disagree again uh i feel like people aren't going to the the stage show dinner for authenticity uh i mean when you go to medieval times you get one of those giant turkey legs even though i don't think that there's any evidence that that was a thing uh in actual medieval era um so i feel like they're they're you're looking more for the the aesthetic rather than reality right no one wants mm. no one no one wanted hardtack then either it was just that was all that would last uh on at sea uh so i feel like they're going to come up with something crazy uh that is actually very easy to prepare for you know the 400 people in the audience so like they're going to call it roasted parrot but really it's just like a, a grilled chicken breast yeah grilled chicken breast yeah Hmm. All right. Hmm. I feel like uh, snake bites. If we went to like a stunt show, whereas Indiana Jones, because mm -hmm. why did it have to be? Why snakes? did it have to be snakes? Yeah. Um. Well, Marty, I'm gonna. I, it, it it is kind of a stunt show. Okay. But it's not pirate themed. It's the Wild West. Ah. Which is in essence a pirate show. But you're in a saloon yeah. and not like right in like on a like a ship or something. But it's uh, I mean they're horse pirates. <laughs> they are horse pirates. That's true. I'm yeah. gonna let you decide points on that. You know what? I um I think this is full points all around. Uh, okay. I think I think Miles nailed it with the stunt show. Uh, okay. Batman and Indiana Jones, famous 
cowboys, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, David with pirates is just not, they're not boat pirates. So I think that's one point each. That sounds good. Um, you know, I, I remember going to Frontier Town as a young child, but I was probably more like uh, a, a middle-aged child. Um, and you know, I was in that like You're having that mid child life crisis, mid, mid child life crisis. And my aunt was like, let's go to frontier town. And I, I and this is when I knew I wanted to be in comedy. Uh, they, there was a scene and the guy goes, I got shot in the knee. And then the, the woman that was in, also in the show said, well, which knee? And then he said, my high knee. And I knew right then and there that that was the greatest <laughs> joke that had ever been said. You've been chasing written. that level of comedy. And I have been since. chasing that level of comedy since then. Uh, so Wild West and uh, Frontier Town. I would love to go back again. But these are those type of places that they're so big when you're little. But then when you get there again as an adult, you're like, how? Yeah, especially if you've done any like theater work, you can really see the seams, yeah. <laughs> and you probably worry about those folks. Uh, all right, we are still tied. This is going to be our tiebreaker for sure. Right. Somebody's going to get it right, and the other Good person's luck, not. Uh, David, we'll start with you. What ride is the worst to stand in line for? Oh boy, um, are we looking for specifics or general? Does it matter? Uh, I think that it is important to be, um, well, that's a, you know what? I, I don't think it matters. Like, it's not okay. going to be looking for like, it's not like the transformer ride. Right. Uh, so you don't have to, if you want to be specific, you can, but I kind of just said, it's not like the transformer ride. So don't, <laughs> so don't say the transformer, transformer ride. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go with the transformer. Ride. Oh, there okay. <laughs> Throwing it away. <laughs> no, I, I, um, I think that, uh, I mean, I'll go generic, but still in the vein of the Transformer ride. Uh, I feel like the, the the one that's the worst is always the one with the biggest, like if you're going to like Disney World or Universal or whatever, it's the one with the biggest property attached to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I distinctly remember uh, going to the Harry Potter world at Universal yeah. a few years back and waiting in line for like two and a half hours to get on one particular ride. And uh, it was cool. It was a cool ride. It was very well done, very creative, very entertaining. Um but there was no way that it could it could hold up to the two and a half hour wait that it took to get there. You know, like if, if we had just gotten right on, we'd been like, that was amazing. Highlight of the trip. Uh, but because it took us so long to actually get onto the ride, it lost any luster that it had. Um, right. So I would say uh, the, the ride that is the least worth waiting in line for is the one with the longest line. OK. That's a that's a good spot. You really, you really uh, zoomed out there at yeah. the end. <laughs> <laughs> So I can, take, I, I can take this two ways, and uh, I, I will I will take it in a, a more uh, I'll go with a specific kind of ride, but then I, I will also qualify it as as David did. Uh, the worst line to or the worst rock kind of ride to wait in line for is the ride that has no thrills to it whatsoever. So mm. I'm thinking like the uh, the chocolate tour at Hershey Park if you've ever been there. Oh, or, such a good place! Or, or you space get free chocolate. Or, or spaceship Earth. Oh, spaceship Earth. Earth. What a what a name that does not line up with what it does. <laughs> exactly. It's you spend a lot of time waiting in line for it, and then there's just very little. The the ride is itself the experience yeah. of waiting in line. <laughs> exactly. It's the and and I will the addendum I will add to that is that it's doubly bad if it's an outdoor line on a hot day, oh, slash yeah. no air conditioning. 
yeah yeah solid uh man those are those were good good answers not the one i have down here um the the correct answer though is the log flume oh <laughs> yeah it's the log flume um you know you 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 don't know where that water's been it's been in people's mouth it's been you yeah. don't know how it's filtered uh you're standing there literally waiting uh to to like are you going to get wet how wet are you going to you yeah. sit into you immediately sit into a ride that's wet already and it, how is it how is it even moving properly it's i don't know jonathan if I may, uh it sounds like you just don't like water rides <laughs> i'm gonna back you up on that david <laughs> i feel i feel a strong uh mm. personal bias entering into this answer and I and I have to counter uh, Jonathan as I warned might happen at the top of the show at Opryland, my childhood amusement <laughs> park. There yes. was a ride called the Old Mill Scream, which I remember distinctly go, going uh, several times in my childhood. But the, the the maximum number of times I rode that was something on the uh, edge of like thirty. Because it was such a thrill ride. Uh, it was as simple as could be. It's a horseshoe-shaped ride. It takes you up one side, then you'd float, then it just splashes you down. But the best part is after you get off the ride, the walkway back to land has these two spots you can stand. So you and get you blasted get by water when right. the next one comes down. And, uh, like, God, if that wasn't the only way my step-siblings and I could bond. We hated each other, but we all agreed right. on the I, old mill I'm glad that you said. I'm glad that you said that, because I was worried you were about to say it's the only way me and my siblings bathed. Uh, <laughs> that would have been real bad. Yeah, that would have uh, been. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to stick by the answer we were given, log flume. All right. Um, it's, there. I mean, there's, there's a lot that goes into it, but... <clears throat> Could well, be worse. Could I'm going to give negative way. two points to the the writer of the question. Okay. Uh, which I don't know if that translates into any points for David or Miles, but it makes me feel better. Okay. Well, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we have a tie. You know, it's like get it, getting into the teacup ride at Disney. It's yeah. It's it's real. It's real nice because it's kind of got you know things but it's still just a cup ride so yeah i i think it's like uh you both hit the same number of targets in one of those impossible target shooting games or uh, you both made it to uh your clowns made it to the end of the the clown finish line that you have to squirt to to move them at the same time and now the ride operator isn't sure to give who to give the large prize to uh but i am i am very excited to tell you that uh I mean, the way that we have to split it up. You guys now have three medium-sized prizes, so you only need one more to upgrade to a large. So congratulations on uh, on winning that. Thank you. Um, we're going to have to go out and find three more uh, medium prizes. That's about another $40 I got to drain, but that's fine. I mean, it's it's way cheaper if you just get it where they get it, like Alibaba. You just order you order 10 of them at once, and they cost like 50 cents each. Because okay. they're made with sweatshop labor, probably. Mm -hmm. Oh well, there's another negative three points to the writer of this show. <laughs> <laughs> negative five points. All right, the, congratulations, you two. Yes, and thank, thank you both. I'm, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna go quietly over here while we. Oh, oh well, we'll miss you, Jonathan. 
uh, we'll be thinking about you. I feel like this is oh, he this lost is also, his head. This is also what happens when you like have an argument and you're standing in line for a ride and you still have to clump together to ride the ride eventually, but like one of you just turns away. You can't you're, like, really about turn to break back. Up. Yeah, but you can't like really turn around because then there's just the there's just the people behind you. So like maybe you can stand and stare at the back of the people in front of you in line. Miles, thank you for your solidarity. And Jonathan will appreciate this in the edit. Uh, before we let you both go, uh, th thanks once again for your service in A, making our timeline a little bit better, a little more amusement-y, uh, but also in showing that amusement park obsessed timeline that they don't know what the hell they're talking about all the time. Uh, before we let you go, do you have anything you would like to plug or any parting words of wisdom for the audience? Uh, well, let's start with Miles. Sure. Uh, I'm a player with the Maryland Improv Collective, mikeimprov.org. And very, very slowly, we are returning to something that uh, uh, resembles normal. And we're doing outdoor uh, improv at our house in Waverly on October 25th. Uh, visit mikeimprov.org for tickets. And my parting words of wisdom would be, for the love of God, be nice out there right now. Mm. Very good. Thank you very much. And David, how about you? Uh, I, I bake bread and I send it to people. Um, please, it, it costs you only the cost of shipping, uh, unless you want to come pick it up from me. Um, it, and I, I like to do it. And I don't care if I have ever met you in, in, in my life. Um, so go to davidbakesyoubread.fun. That is davidbakesyoubread.fun uh, and request some bread. And then one day uh, you'll get free bread from me and it can be whatever kind of bread you want. It's truly an extraordinary service, and uh, thank you both for all that you yeah, do. I believe Marty and Jonathan have both been uh, both been customers. Yes, um, I have not. Oh, God oh, damn it, Marty! I'm just, ruined. I'm just, uh, you know, I'm biding my time. I'm waiting for you to get really good. The, the you know, line, like, like I know that you're good, but like, just think, like every year that I wait, you get much better. That's true. The line never gets short. Yeah, and it's true. a ride that you want to get in line for. <laughs> But I always am like, oh, it's, it's 16 people. I'll wait till it gets lower. And then I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, it's 20 people now. Shoot, I should have went at 16. And then it's back to 16. I'm like, I'll wait till it gets lower. And then it shoots up to 28. <laughs> and I'm like, I just need to, I need to sit in this line. Yeah. But you know where the water has been. Yes. That Exactly. I source it all from the finest log flumes. <laughs> no! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you both again. We'll see you soon. Take care. Uh, Bye. Marty, what an amusing uh, episode we've done today. Yeah, I feel I feel very uh, uplifted. Like I've been yeah. slowly dragged up a set of rails on a chain link mechanism. And I'm Have about to be dropped free. The story of me dropping free my grandmother while at Disney. Have I ever told you I'm that? I'm sorry, you did what now? Yeah, so uh, again, I much younger years, I was a teenager. I went to... Uh, went to Disney uh, and I, again, didn't want to ride any of the rides. Just not a mm. fan. Didn't want to like push myself to do any right. of it. Didn't, didn't care. So my grandmother uh, decided like, Hey, let's go see the, the country bear jamboree. Mm -hmm. And so we got in and there's a ramp that goes into the lower level of the theater. Mm. And this gentleman that worked at Disney said, would you like me to take your grandmother down? And I said, no, 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 no. I got it. And then I lost handle on it uh -huh, uh -huh. and she took all the way down 
Uh, and she looked at me and said, I know you don't like rides, but boy, do I. And uh, <laughs> uh, that was something we got to laugh about for a very long time. Wow. Um, yeah. That's so. That was extra strong grandmother points right there. Yep. That was what she, a callback. Yeah, that was uh, it was pretty, pretty, pretty rough there. Uh, but it's fun memories like that you make at Disney. <laughs> I was supposed to go to uh, Disney in June. I mean, I, be my... I think we all were. Yeah, it's really, it really, like, I, I was finally like, I'm going to do everything. I also was going to make a lightsaber, and I had to get that money back, and it made me well, real sad. But we're nice planning on, to hang on to it. We're planning on going in June, this coming summer. So can we, yeah, all, everybody, please. I, I would like to make a lightsaber. All right, everybody, keep your fingers crossed and send good vibrations, uh, anti-coronavirus vibrations, Jonathan's way. And uh, and tell us what else you're thinking. What amusement park do you miss or explicitly not miss? Uh, Jonathan, have you seen the documentary about Class Action Park? Oh, what a, what a show that is. Okay. No, I haven't. All right, check that out. Uh, okay. But while you're checking out that Netflix documentary, be sure to share our show uh, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. If you're listening on an iTunes-related service that has star ratings, go ahead and just give us all the stars. It doesn't cost you anything. We love stars. We love reviews. Yeah. Write, write something yeah. fun. Write a poem. You know, express yourself. Uh, and just just talk to us. Tell us how you're doing. You can reach us on our website at wehavetoask.com or on Twitter or Facebook at wehavetoask. And um, we'll be back next week, same time, with another topic. Maybe name we'll cat. Maybe we'll name my cat. Name the kit. Can't wait. I'm gonna, I'm right. gonna go real deep for that one. Yeah, watch out. Jonathan's deep. gonna go hard. Well, this has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. I'm Marty. And I'm Jonathan. As always, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. See y'all next time. Ready, it's good. This has been another episode of We Have to Ask Live. And I thank producers Amy and Hobie Lobsters. And thanks to Skies of Chaos, who's their theme song, New Day. Check them out on iTunes and while you're there, check us out as well. If you're already a subscriber, give us a rating or review. It really helps. Join the discussion online at wehavetoask.com on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at We Have to Ask. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the Peaksoft Network at peaksoft.com. Boom! Ooh. Added the Instagram and I was worried that that was going to cost the whole credit. It's just right over. <laughs> it just is going to be crazy. Oh, Marty, your hair looks great after that roller coaster ride you had there. Yeah, this is uh, as a kid, I never had this much hair. It was way to not a way to commit to the bit. Hey, this is Chris, and this is Joe from the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to We Have to Ask. We have to ask. I gotta be honest with you. I'm not sure what the hell is going on. So we have to ask. I, I I've tried to ask. You did? And I, I haven't gotten any answers. How many times has this happened to you? I just want to listen to a podcast. I can't choose from all these complicated structures and setups. You want to listen, not think. That's why there's Hobo Radio. You'll feel like the smartest guy in the room in a room by yourself. This doesn't take any intellectual thinking at all. Thanks, Hobo Radio. Hobo Radio, a weekly podcast on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. In a world where people watch movies 
I think I'm going to watch a movie. Sometimes they don't like what they see. I don't like this movie. But sometimes they look for the silver lining. Wait a second. I like this part of this movie. Joel and Andy do that work for you. The Silver Linings Playback. I like this part of this podcast where they tell me the part of the movie I like. Every Monday on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts.